is Massa, and that puts Raikkonen in the lead of the race and on his way, would you believe it, to the World Championship. Kimi Raikkonen wins the Brazilian Grand Prix. By my calculations, we win the championship by one point. What's going on, everybody? We're back with another episode of Lifting Coast. Scott, what's up? George, two motherfucking Mercedes Patronas. That's what's up. I just can't believe it. I'm kind of... Well, it's not confirmed yet. Let, let's be real. This whole news today breaking with Kimi Raikkonen retiring. I'm super happy to see Kimi go. It's about time. I know there's a lot of Kimi fans out there. I'm not with the Kimi love. I respect what he's done for the sport. Good to see him go. But that just means that the domino effect has begun. Let's show some love to Kimi. Okay. Let's pay some respects to Kimi. Two-time champ. Is he a two-time champ? I thought it was only Shit. a one-time I might have to fact check yeah, that. Let's check that. But anyways, but the his, dominoes have begun. I know his one championship for sure was the one where he beat Lewis by one point. So maybe that's why you hate Kimmy low-key, like, subconsciously. But I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, one-time champion. So let, me just it, refer, let me just... 2007, one-time champ. He had uh, a couple years where he was, like, second and third. But. Yeah, I mean, Kimmy's a good driver. He's not... He was not... Well, you know what? He won. You got you to gotta give his flowers where his flowers are due. Um, but let's talk about the domino effect. What does that mean for the driver lineup? Let's say, let's just, let's get a, a round of applause for our boy Valtteri Bottas. He served, <laughs> he served admirably in the second seat from Mercedes for the last four years. How do you feel right now? Tell, tell me, like, how are you actually feeling? Are you crushed? Are you excited for the future? Like, you got this look on your face like, how do you feel, bro? I know. Man, I'm like, so many people hate on Bottas, and I have a soft spot for him. I think he's being such a great teammate. It's so hard being the number two driver to Lewis Hamilton. Um, you know, he posted that picture uh, at home in Monaco the other day with the, the beautiful Mercedes, the new car that he got. And everyone in the comments was like, is this a parting gift or a signing gift? And you know what? It's a parting gift. And I think that Toto has lined up this opportunity for him. He's going to go into Alfa Romeo, take the seat from uh, Kimi, and they're going to bring in, I think, a new driver to replace Gio, uh, Giovinazzi. I don't even know how to say Antonio's name. But they're going to replace him, and there'll be a, a all-new lineup for Alfa Romeo. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing Valtteri excel as the number one driver for a team that's trying to get into the middle of the pack. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Just by the way, just so everybody knows, George Russell isn't confirmed yet. We're just connecting all the dots. Connecting the dots. This is purely speculation. But I think with everything that we've read leading up to this point, um, you know, Valtteri was rumored to Alfa Romeo for, from time. And now with Kimi retiring, it only makes sense. And Toto also said that he couldn't announce everything because there's other parties. And, it, you know, you're just, you're just lining up the dots. But um, the Valtteri hate and slander needs to stop. Because when Sergio Perez, when Checo, our boy, scores a podium, everybody's going off about how oh, Checo's a great complimentary driver. But when Bottas scores a podium and he doesn't go first or second, everybody's ready to slander him and take his head off. So, like, what are we doing out here? Exactly. I think so many people have, have given him the gears. And, you know, again, we're talking about how these dominoes are going to fall. George Russell leaving Williams for Mercedes, yes, it's going to be competitive. 
It's going to be amazing to see George in a championship caliber car. And that's also saying that next year with all the rule changes that Mercedes is still got an amazing car and a competitive championship car. But I'm telling you, the pressure that he's going to have to deal with, like people don't give enough credit and value to Valtteri because there is so much pressure to be the number two driver for that team. I also think that George, I mean, we've had a discussion. Off, I don't think there's that much pressure on him, to be honest with you. Like, I, I feel like... There's tons of pressure. I feel like for him, I feel like he thinks he, like, I feel like he doesn't, he won't express that pressure. He's going to be like, I was born to do this. He's been begging for that Mercedes seat. You watch Drive to Survive where he's like, give me your Mercedes seat. I don't think there's pressure on him like that. Like, I know there's pressure from the outside community, but I think he thinks he belongs and he's right where he needs to be. Like, that's what I more mean. Like, you know how there's certain guys. There's that just, so much pressure on Veltri. But, but pressure is an external thing. Yeah. That we'll external see. is because you got to think about it. When you watch Drive to Survive, how much times did he ask for that seat? Yeah. So, so I don't think he's feeling like it's a burden. I think he think, thinks it's a, his quote unquote birthright. <laughs> like, I, I, I think that George Russell's the type of guy that says, I belong in the seat. I'm going to prove to you guys why. Like, that's what, that's how I feel about George Russell. I feel like he will come out and prove it. Um, so let's just kind of, we're talking about how these dominoes are going to fall. So, what we're saying is with Kimi retiring, we're going to have Bottas to Alfa Romeo. Antonio is going to be replaced by the new Mercedes uh, Formula E champion, Nick DeVries. We're going to have... Sorry, say again. What? Who's being replaced? Giovanni. Oh, is, is that what the rumor is? Yeah. He's being replaced by a Mercedes... The Mercedes Formula, Formula E, e yeah. driver? So um, hang on. So hang on. Is... Alfa Romeo, isn't Alfa Romero Ferrari? Ferrari owned, but this is this is just the inner powers of Formula One all talking. Okay, so okay, so Kimi Raikkonen's departure means Bottas to Romeo, Antonio Giovanni's replaced by the Formula E champion Nick DeVries, George Russell leaves Williams for Mercedes, and Alex, Alex Albon. Albon gets the blessing from Red Bull to go to come back to Formula One in the Williams seat with Nicholas Latifi. Yeah. That's like a, that's like a, just a crazy triangle. Yeah. I mean, first off, let's, before we even get to the triangle, plot twist. What happens if Williams has the best car next year? <laughs> I'm just hopeful that Mercedes <laughs> still has a championship car next year. Like there's just so much unknown and Williams ain't going to have the best car. Hey, you never know, man. Nobody thought Mercedes would have the best car going into the hybrid engine era. It's and so they came true. out with it guns. It could be swinging. a complete plot twist. We all, for all we know, Alfa Romero has been working on this for the last two years and they have a head start. Like, that's the biggest thing. There's so many unknowns, but I, it's just saying it, be, it would be crazy if Williams turned around and had the second best car and Mercedes was like fighting for four. I do think that Albon is going to have um, a great season with Williams because he doesn't have to deal with the pressure at Red Bull. I'm not high on he, Albon. You're not high on him? Not but at all. You know what? It, he came into a, a really, really like, tough tough seat like with red bull i mean you're you're there with max and now he's gonna be with williams like nobody really cares if williams does well but here's the issue right he scored half the points that sergio perez did at the same time so it's like yeah but sergio's more experienced but my whole point is like i think a good driver will still score points right like i understand your inexperience but i think he should he still should have scored more points sergio perez has still missed scoring points this year and he still has double the points he had so, like, I'm, I'm not high on Albon at all. I'm just going to put that in there. All right. I'm not high on Albon. But let's get back to the whole... Hold the on. Whole. So, this is my my question with Veltri's departure. Okay. Okay? If I was to ask 
10 people on the street that were casual F1 fans um, and then ask F1 fans, who's better right now, Ricardo or Bottas? The only man to be on the podium in the last three Russian Grand Prix is on the podium this afternoon, and it's the top step of the podium as Valtteri Bottas wins the Russian Grand Prix. He now starts to close the game. It definitely has to be Valtteri. Because Ricardo, his stock has been declining since he left Red Bull. So just to put it in perspective, because a lot of people would say Ricardo's better, right? But, but and why? he's the bigger star. Because people don't have any substance. They just think, oh, Ricardo's a bigger name. Here's, here are the numbers. Ricardo's got thir- 31 career podiums. Bottas has 62. Today in Monte Carlo, it's redemption day for Daniel Ricciardo. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix, and he will celebrate that for a long, long time to come. Ricciardo hasn't done anything since 2018, so it's like, why are we talking about Ricciardo? But people will will sit here and try to debate me and say that Ricciardo's better. It's like, nah. Well, we should get them on the pod then. I mean, listen, before we even continue, I know we talk about Lewis a lot, but let's get a shout out to Lewis. He has 125 podiums just with Mercedes alone. I'm sure you saw that post. I saw that. That's crazy. It's incredible. And I just want him to get the 100th win. Yeah, I, I want him to hit that. the century mark. But we will move on because we talk about Lewis a lot and it's not a Lewis spot. So let's talk about the domino effect. So you're high on Albon. I'm not. Um, you know what? I'm not necessarily high on Albon. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Uh, excel with a team that has zero expectations. Okay, so... People, like, look at Gasly. He went from high expectations to a team where none, and he's excelled. I think that car was already designed for Gasly, though, because he were raced with them the pre, uh, previous years, right? So, you know, Red Bull said it. Yeah, Marco, Marco Helmut. Helmut. Yeah. He said that people perform differently when expectations are different, right? Like, so the pressure was on, he crumbled, and with no pressure, he has excelled. Yeah, so, I mean, some people can cook the pressure, some people can't. How much you stock you put into cars are designed purely for their number one driver? Because um, a lot of people say that... I, try, has- I, I don't believe in that. I, I believe that Mercedes has a championship car and Lewis outperforms Valtteri every week. Okay, no, no. So, I understand that. But I'm saying, how much do you think the car is designed towards Lewis's strengths? Like, just like they, a lot of people would say that Red Bull's car is designed towards Max's strengths uh, on how Max races. I think that there's there's definitely merit to that. Um, but I believe that... I'm not he, talking about driver performance. I'm just asking, do yeah. you believe that's a real thing? Like, I think, do you think that's a real I thing? I think if a team is prioritizing a number one driver, the car, but how could, do, do you really tailor the car to that? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, so that we'll we'll we'll, ha, we'll, we'll put that conversation on a different day. But I was just wondering what was your opinion on yeah, that. Yeah, when I th- actually think about it, I'm like, no, the team that has the best cars designing the best car to win. So they just need the best driver to complement. That well, car. well, that's the argument. Do you design design your car around your driver? Like, because like they say, Max likes to go. Um, some people like to go heavy onto the brake. Some people don't. Like, it all depends. Like, I, I'm I'm not an expert on Max's driving style, but I was reading a little bit about it, so it was an interesting read. But I just wanted your opinion on that. Um, I, th- I do think Albon performed better, but I'm not high on Albon. Who's who's winning more um, Saturdays, Albon or Latifi? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's Albon. <laughs> I, think, I think Latifi's a placeholder for now. You do? I do. They were saying um, the jo- the Williams principal was saying that Latifi's ready to lead the team, like in kind of a leadership. He's gonna capacity. be the number one driver. 
I meant in a leadership capacity. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, let's move on to Alfa Romero. So we talked a little about Bottas. How do you feel about Nick DeVries or however you I, I don't know how to say his name, but I don't know anything about him. I know he just won Formula E Championship. I, Alfa Romeo is obviously going through this complete restructure, two new drivers, bringing Bottas in. They're a Ferrari team. They're competing to get into that. You know, they're at the bottom of the grid. They're trying to get into the middle of the grid or, I guess, um, compete with McLaren and Ferrari. But I, I'm just sad for Bottas. I hate to see him go to a shitty team. And I really don't believe in Alfa Romeo long term. Do you think that Bottas is sadly a Mercedes? For sure. I think there's a little bit of relief, like, oh, I'm going to be the number one driver. But you're going from the team that has the most press, the most... Like, just everything. Like, they have the bi- the best buzz. And now you're going to a team where people probably don't give a shit about you anymore. But here's the He's thing. He's going to be an afterthought. But here's the thing, though. Maybe Bottas is hitting that point in his career where he knows he's not going to be world champion. He'd rather walk away from the stress and just enjoy being an F1 driver and just enjoy the grind. Or he just takes it. Like a huge level. step and brings Alfa Romeo to the promised land. And listen, that that's I mean, it's plausible. It's highly. It can unlikely. happen. I mean, you t- you hear about Schumacher. He lifted Ferrari's whole whole pit, right? When he got there, he elevated that whole team. So I would assume Bottas would bring championship level knowledge. And he finished second like four years in a row, or, or second a couple times, right? Yeah. I, I won't say it's four years in a row. Correct me, whoever wants us. Uh, send us a little shout at Tide League or on our Twitter. Hit us up and let us know, but. Um, if if he is that great of a driver, then he's gonna elevate Alfa Romero, and I can see them elevating a little bit. I'm not saying he's gonna take them to the top, but you gotta think that that counts for something. Bring bringing championship experience. Agreed, and I think regardless, Alfa Romeo will be better than they are this year. Hopefully, they are. I mean, if they if they're worse, then I don't know what to say. Because then, because <laughs> then, it, just how bad does it look on Valtteri? Yeah, I mean. He goes from the best team and then he declines. It, it it won't be a good look, but ultimately it's just, it's shaping up for an incredible 2022. We're going into a new era, new car, new driver lineups. I think we're going to, there's so much um, anticipation for how this season's going to close, but there's so much anticipation for next season. Like there has never been a more, more exciting time to be an F1 fan. And I agree. I mean, it's a really exciting time. I was watching 2020 archives and they're boring. It's just Lewis and Valtteri just giving everybody the smoke. So it's pretty, it was pretty boring. Um, and also cars like, you know, we've seen the concept FIA car, but I thought it was really ugly when teams put together their cars with their uh, liveries. Like I'm excited to see what they look like. I'm excited to see it as well. And, you know, what color is Ferrari going to come out? You know, they've been kind of playing with these different color swatches of the Ferrari red. Like, I want to see the OG Ferrari back. Hey, Ferrari, if you're listening, please get your shit together. We don't want to talk about Ferrari here. It's disappointing talking about Ferrari. And now we're talking about your color. We're not even talking about your performance. We're talking about your color. Bro, it is also September. It means we're, we're closer to the Michael Schumacher dock. Oh, we're only two weeks out. We're literally two weeks out. Before we jump into Schumacher, we do have to talk about Russell and if he performs poorly at Mercedes. What do you think happens? What Open the floodgates. Oh, okay, so this is what's going to happen. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. So we all know what happened with our boy Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Right now, Lewis Hamilton and George Russell have this nice little kind of big brother, little brother, 
It's going to be all cushy. There's going to be all this fun little honeymoon stage of George coming in. <laughs> it's not going to last more than half of next season. And there's they're going to be like at each other's necks. You think so? Listen, Lewis is the ultimate competitor. And if George is a competitor that people say he is, they're going to be at odds. Do you think they'll be at odds? Does George really want to be the number two and really want to be like Lewis's? Accomplice, bitch. like think about it, right? Like Valtteri had to embrace being Lewis's accomplice, like the softy. He he was had to follow team orders. Like no one wants to be in that position. What happens if we're in a crazy world in in six months or in eight months, and George is outperforming Lewis? If that's the case, I will get on my knees and bow <laughs> down to George Russell. All right, you guys heard it here. He put it on wax. It, it is all wax. <laughs> We'll get the videotape for you if that happens. But. I will I will be so impressed and amazed. And at that point, listen, pass the torch. So, like, George Russell's a competitor, right? And you can tell. I mean, everybody knows Lewis is the ultimate competitor. But let me ask you this, right? He was, George came out and he was obviously okay with staying at Williams. What makes you think that he would rather stay at Williams or, or fuck up his chances at Mercedes? Butting heads of with Lewis. he's going to Mercedes. I know, but why would he want to butt heads with Lewis so he can get sent back to Williams or a shit, a shit team? Well, everyone says they'll do whatever it takes, but when you're actually in that position and you got to, like, deal with being the number two driver and following team waters, unless Toto just lets them race, um, which Toto is, is also, going to let them race. Which he is will. also very, very, very real. Um, you go earn it. But I think that George is going to have... There's definitely going to be... Um, as we know, there's going to be a time period where he has to adapt and embrace the car. But I think he is going to have to learn to cope with a different type of pressure that he has never experienced. Yeah, I mean, that's we, we talked about a little bit earlier. Um, I agree with you. I think I think there's for sure going to be a lot of competition. But I think the difference is that you can't compare Nico to Lewis to George to Lewis is Nico and Lewis are the same age. There's somewhat of a passing of a torch that could be happening. Right. I think. Gasly and Verstappen, similar age, but Gasly didn't really think he was in one seat, so he kind of took his second seat. This is going to be Lewis's youngest teammate he's ever had. Yeah, and I think there's a passing of the torch, and I think George sees that as long as he per- perform performs on the level of Lewis Hamilton, where he's maybe a third of uh, a a tenth of a second, two hundred tenths of a second, whatever it is, if he's a little behind Lewis, but right there with Max, I think he'll be good, man. Like you got to think about it. His his time with Mercedes being number one driver, if he can prove he's right close to Lewis, is not that far out. We'll it, 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 it's really not that far out. So let, let, let's just let's just talk about the whole young generation because one someone came out and said Mercedes is going to look in the mirror if they don't pick up Williams and say, well, who's going to fight Land uh, Lando, Verstappen, Charles, and that whole young generation? If this move didn't happen, didn't happen. What do you think Mercedes is looking looking at like when they look in the mirror? What do you think they're they're saying if they didn't uh, secure George and they don't have their prize? I mean, they're also taking a risk with George. Like, but George, he's the next generation. The, George d- isn't necessarily the answer. You really are not. Your, your but, stock is not high on but George. There is obviously the upside that they they believe in him. Total believes in him, um, and obviously we know what he just did. Uh, in qualifying, we know what he did in the Mercedes car when he had the when he had the chance. So the other side is Mercedes is just 
more dominant than ever. And Lewis and George are competing every single week. Yeah, and I think that that's a world that's 100% plausible. We'll see what happens. So, But if I was Toto, I wouldn't be after George. I'd be after Lando. Yeah, but Lando's not going anywhere. Yeah, but you can poach. Okay, so I was, I was, you read my mind because I was going to ask you, what young driver would you pick instead of George Russell? Why not give George a shot? He's already under you over Lando. I mean, Lando hasn't proven he's a world champion yet. For sure, but Lando hasn't been in a Mercedes. Neither has George Russell. <laughs> so, I mean, your argument kind of your argument kind of fizzles there. It's like, I would understand if you said go after Max Verstappen because Max Verstappen has been number two and he hasn't been in a Mercedes, right? But, like, other than Max and Lewis, I mean... The, the field, there's kind of like a, a, a tier where it's Lewis in the absolute top tier. Max is just below him and there's everybody else. So it's like, I don't think Lando has proven he's in the Max tier. So why would you go after Lando when you have, because because theoretically, if this fails with George, if this does fail with George, who is the next up? Listen, if it fails with George, I also think it to- may be the end of Mercedes. No, no. If this fails with George, Toto's calling up his, his team saying, hey, how much money are we going to... F- Put into Lando Norris because we're gonna go acquire Lando Norris from McLaren. That's exactly what's gonna happen. So why would you even take if that chance? If it fails, does Toto stay? Like that's the other thing. Like, how, is Toto here for the next fifteen years? No, or is- not at all. I can't see it because you hear Toto say say about like it's 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 tough and how long does he actually want to stay here? Because it's like he's away from his family. His family's growing up. Like you've heard stuff like that in interviews. So it's like. I think Toto's got maybe to 2027. I think Toto retires when Lewis retires. I don't think so at all. I think he retires in 2027. I think he gives it five more years. Okay. We'll see. Let's just talk quickly. Race preview. All this news going into the Netherlands. Um, I haven't checked the forecast. Please tell me it's not raining. I haven't checked the forecast either, so it's going to be a surprise for both of us. But even if it does rain, F1, FIA, Liberty Grand Media, whatever you guys are called, Please let them race when the conditions are a little bit lower. And please get your, what do you call those, the water vans or the water <laughs> trucks, whatever pushes the water off. Please get those all earlier. Please don't do that at the 11th hour when you're going to only give us 30 laps. We're not missing two weeks in a row of racing. I'm trying to find this damn weather right now. Netherlands Grand Prix because we need a race. We were summer break deprived and then going into spa, it was disappointing. We need a race. We do need a race. And we need Lewis to get number 100. So if it is if it is peak conditions, temperatures are great, no water, what are you thinking? I already told you, my boy Lando's got one of the next three. So I'm going to keep banking on Lando until he proves me right. But that's my heart. My head says Lewis is going to win. <laughs> oh, I, yo, if Lewis wins, that number 100 is going to be so sweet. Do you think so? It's a century mark. No one's ever done it in the sport. Like, think about any celebration. Like, There's going to be, when he won at Silverstone, look at the emotion. So now, and that was what? He just won at Silverstone. So now think about him winning number 100. And he's winning it in one of Max's home tracks. That's if he wins. Yeah, actually, yeah. Lewis seems like he's locked in, though, because it's hammer time. That was before hammer time, bro. This was the summer, that was the spring spring part of the season. Now we're in summer break. But Lewis, if you're listening, which you're probably not, go get us number one hundred. Here we go. Here we go. I'm pulling up the weather, everyone. You ready for this? No, I'm not ready. Please tell me it's not raining. All right, here we go. Forecast 
Sun, 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 sun for the next seven days. Let's go. Okay, so what are your predictions for the race? Yo, race day Sunday, mainly sunny, 20 degrees. Okay, what are your predictions for the race? Um, My predictions for the race are going to be Lewis number one, Lando Norris number two, Sergio Perez, number three. Where's Max? I think Max has an incident. Calling okay. it now. He has an incident at his home track. He either doesn't finish or he finishes outside of the podium. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I, I think Lewis and Max are going to an incident in one of these next oh my God. races. That's one of For my... Sure. That's what I think. Um, shout out to Vettel quickly. He's been he's been doing his, his thing in qualifying. He's been up there lately. Seb has done so well. Um, it's been... Obviously, I said my... My driver that I was looking forward to in the second half of the season is uh, Stroll. He's he's actually Vettel has outperformed Stroll this season, and it's kind of disappointing because I like Stroll and I think that people, you know, really really give him a lot of shit because they think he's only there because of his dad, and that may be the case. But I think he is talented, and I really want to see him do well. So hopefully. It's a good weekend for Aston Martin as Vettel's a whole. a four-time champ, so let's put some respect on Vettel's name. Well, yes, one million percent. Let's put some respect on him. So, um, I will go. I'm gonna go Lewis, Lando, and Max. That's okay. what I'll go. So let's. Wow, let's, we're both high on McLaren this week. I'm high on Lando. I've been high on Lando. It's like, um, Lando. La- Does Lando. George get into Q3? Hell yeah, George is taking his momentum. We're getting to Q3. Let's uh, let's wrap up with. What what are the what are the podium what are the um qualifiers look like? Is it is it the same thing? Oh, Who's Crofty Collins got? I proven? think Max qualifies first, Lewis second, Norris third. So so Crofty's calling Verstappen with provisional pull. <laughs> yeah, Verstappen with provisional pull, but we'll see. I think that George scores points in this race okay and who gets left out of the top 10 so let's say the usual suspects are there let's say Vettel's in the top 10 Lewis Max Lando Danny okay, it's easy both Haas drivers are out of the top okay, yeah, 10 let's do that way both Haas drivers um, are both Alfa Romeo drivers are out of the top 10 okay Ricardo out of the top 10 Ooh, that's a hot take Ricardo's been he's been driving Ricardo's out of the hot 10 so top that's tens. five that's so that's five, five. Um, Latifi that's six yeah Signs, oh seven. Uh, okay. You think Lance Stroll's in there? Lance Stroll is in the points. What about Yuki? Yuki, that's eight. Gasly, that's nine. And my number ten has to be. Let's go with. Oh my. I need one more. I need one more. We'll leave the list at that. We'll, but, but you have you have Danny and Pierre. They usually yeah, always Danny get and the, Pierre both not. And I have signs. Yeah, you got some hot takes in there. Um, I would usually include them in there. Who am I missing though for number ten? I covered Haas. I covered Williams. I covered Alfa Romeo. Yeah, I, I don't know who you're missing. And then it's then it's your Aston Martins. I said both Yuki so that and uh, Pierre so that's. Alpha Tori, so that's four teams. Yeah, no, that, that's but I said, seven. But I, yeah, but I George did say George is in the top ten. And then you took out Ricardo and Sainz. Yeah. So you got to take out Stroll or Vettel. 
So it's got to be Vettel. Oh, it's got to be Vettel. Okay, so you there got... Go. Okay, okay, I like it. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. There we go. So that's, I think that's it. We had to jump on here, talk about the domino effect that Kimi Raikkonen retiring, what it means for the sport, how we're going to see the shuffle of the triangle. You have any last thoughts? No, I just have to say, like my boy Jalen Rose says, the great Jalen Rose, we have to give the people what they want. Listen, give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. (laughs) I love it. And you know what? You and I were just kind of looking at our listeners, right? We've got listeners from all over the world. Um, It's kind of cool to see, uh, like, this, not resurgence, but this surge of listeners in the U.S. Hey, all the U.S. fans, I know I didn't shout you out on the last one. We're shouting you out now. Tell three of your friends. Listen, whether you're in Texas, California, Virginia, Florida, New York, tell someone to jump on the F1 bandwagon. And if you want to get educated, come listen to Lift and Coast. Yeah, or if you just want to have a good time, we more just have fun on here. Yeah, we talk a lot of shit. Yeah, we're not the most educated on the sport. We both love it, but... Passion. Passion over school, man. So make sure you guys come on here. Send us a shout out. Hit our socials. And most importantly, if you have a mailbox, add us. That's it. Yo, you know where to find us. At Title League. Um, www.titleleague.com. At Title League on IG, Twitter. We everywhere. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.